sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Welcome to another episode of the California Penal League Podcast. Uh, I'm Steve. With me, as always, is Fabs and Chris. Today is, as of this recording, August 8th. 2022 and your cleveland guardians are on an off day but also as of this time one game out that's right one game out of the al central race and two games behind the wild card so it's an exciting time we're in the stretch i I would argue this this qualifies as the stretch run of the season uh and the guardians are right there baby they're right there in the mix uh they just came off yeah. a very satisfying, very impressive home split with the Houston Astros after getting their asses absolutely torched uh, in the first two games of that series. Um, they came back <laughs> on Saturday and Sunday. It was rough. I was, yeah. I was ready to just kind of fold it, like, it up. It's like, okay, well. Hope we can, well, I was like, hope the we prospects, get one. That was really the goal at that point was like, God, we got to get one of these next right. two. But they came through. Cal Quantrill and especially Tristan McKenzie really, uh, really shined. So it was nice. And um, if anyone would have told me at the beginning of the season that Luke Maley would single-handedly win us <laughs> yeah, one right? game this year, I would have said, "Okay, uh, how are you related to Luke?" And you're full of shit. Uh, that was the he most did specific. It. That was the most specific. Uh, you know, example of a 1.0 yes. war. Yes. That was, that was it. like, that was like <laughs> yeah. the one shiny example. Yeah. Of it. I mean, you'll take it. You know, it was like, I mean, um, God, that was like clenching, clenching your butt cheeks in that game. Cause it was like, when they had the one Oh lead, you were like, they, they have to make that stick. Like they have to win one to nothing or they're not going to win this game. Well, we, we had runners on later in the game, you know, with one down, and we could not do anything. Hey, that game. Whatever. Trust me, because I was out there. I was sweating my butt off that day, trying to keep my kids happy, staying out of the heat and humidity, and also keep an eye on the game. Yes, easier said I was. McKinsey uh, looking looking super solid, like like beyond solid. Yeah, McKinsey and Quantrill. I mean, you know, like as, as uh, up and down as the rotation's been. I mean, I think it's very evident, you know, we have three three of our five spots, and I'm excited Savali's supposed to pitch yeah. on Wednesday in Detroit. I'm really hoping, you know, he bounces back. And I know, listen, I know Plesak's not getting the best run support, but he's also, like, just not very, been very good this season. Like, he's too intense. Super uh, league average, I think, is what uh, – and I forget who – I something Steve, like did you that. say that? Yeah. Some something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing, um, and then I had to look it up, and you were um, actually probably overselling his accomplishments on the season because I think he was like at like a 95 mm-hmm. ERA plus. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's not long for this team. Much in the same way, Fran Mel Reyes was like unceremoniously kicked out of here. Zach Plesac's time will come. I mean, the really. The only reason, I mean, oh well. So into that, was that wild. I mean, I, that was. I would say that's 
about as shocking a thing. I, that was if you told me at the beginning of the year that that was going to happen, that would be like so utterly shocking to me that our opening day cleanup hitter would be DFA'd in August. Well, let's expand it a little bit too. Not only our opening day number four hitter DH, but our number five hitter starting opening day first baseman mm-hmm. on the same that one, day. That one, if you told me the if you Bobby told me Bradley that at the just beginning of the year, out I would have been like, "Yes, that's exactly what would happen." <laughs> that Bobby Bradley would be DFA'd. I would have been like, "You're right." That, I mean, I the Bobby that. Bradley one isn't as yeah. The Bobby Bradley one isn't as shocking. I'll give you that. But the fact I that mean, our I, four and five hitters were just gone. Yeah, I, I I think at one point at the beginning of the year we were estimating, oh, these two guys could hit sixty home runs combined. Oh yeah. Uh, which to quote Ruth Langmore as it comes uh, as it pertains to baseball, we don't know shit about fuck. Like some years, like you, you just have no, no idea what's going to happen. And that's, what's so fun about, like, I know unless Patrick Mahomes gets injured, he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the AFC. Like there are just in other leagues, there are so many things like you get occasional surprises. Some teams sneak up on you, but that is one of the most beautiful things about baseball is like you, you never know. Like you have to play the games. Yeah. There are some pretty telling stats too about Framel. It it goes beyond just even like. the the surface level stats right you know it's like something you know a team doesn't just dfa a guy who's capable of hitting 30 home runs a year at like in the past a relatively decent average batting average like he wasn't like a joey gallo three true outcome guy it wasn't like an old adam dunn style guy where he was hitting 202 and hitting 40 bombs um the thing that was enticing about Framil Reyes was that he was capable of doing a little bit more than just bashing home runs. But Zach Meisel and the Athletic had some interesting, very telling stats that paint begin to paint something of the story mm-hmm. of Fran Mil Reyes. Because uh, real quickly, I'll just throw the stats out there against uh, versus Rays versus breaking balls in 2021. He had a 219 average, um, 43 per, uh, percent whiff rate. That's not great. Um, but for a big power hitter, you'll take it. Reyes versus breaking balls in 2022, 162 with a 55% whiff rate. I mean, the eye test alone this year tells you that he's been swinging at everything. Everything. That he goes up to the plate, hacking. Yep. And was lost from like day one. Um, His chase rate increased, uh, but his contact rate when chasing has dropped as well. So... Basically, like, he chased more, but then he also was making less contact. So, basically, he was just swinging at worse pitches. And basically, every pitcher in baseball now knows that and is just feeding him sliders four feet off the plate, and he's swinging at it. So, you know, and I know that, like, instead of, instead taking, of, walking. You know, instead of taking the pitch uh, and, and, you know, I think two other things that I, I saw pointed out was, like, Francona had said that, you know, he was getting some fastballs, but all he was doing with it was hitting singles at times. And it was clear that he wasn't even locked in on like stuff down the middle of the plate. And um, then the big one too, is that, you know, he kind of came to that. He had come to spring training out of shape and that 
he had faced no live pitching all winter and just showed up to camp and was like, yeah, that was, that was, um, very alarming. Yeah. That last point. Um, because it was one of those things, like you said, the eye test, you can clearly those stats. Yeah. Okay. That checks the box. That makes sense. Um, and, and you could tell he was definitely not in the same shape. There was a video just last week. I forget who posted it on Twitter, but it was like a wild pitch in Columbus. And here he is just kind of jogging down the baseline. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I just remember watching it and I'm just thinking to myself, I go, sadly, I think that's him busting his butt down yeah. the line. And uh, I would take any one of the three of us just plopped out right now to try to make that sprint faster. And I think we all do it. Yeah, I think we do. Um, so I guess the rumor today was did, that the Cubs yeah, they did select him. Yeah. Although they, got bunch, him. they picked him up. Oh, they got him. They picked okay, him up. Yeah. yeah. A, a bunch of Cubs fans were asking guardian fans like, so like he can play, can he play center possibly? Like what's his outfield defense? Like, can he play? And then we were just like, oh, but see, that was, God God you knew he was going to go to God like the Cubs him. or um, the Pirates if, or something where it's like, it's got to be a team or that's just so yeah. utterly like it at just at rock bottom that they like. Why wouldn't you take a chance on Fran Reyes? The interesting thing about for, for, exactly no, I mean oh, for no. the Guardians it, that that really tells you up. that where they think they're going to be at in terms of talent in the next couple of years because they would have there's no way they would have even tendered a contract to Reyes in the off season then, which is really telling because they would have owed him at least four million dollars. No, would have been like and, five. And and I mean, like, I know we even said early on in the season, you know, when once uh, Straw and Classe and obviously Jose had gotten their extensions for like, well, who's next? I think all three of us lumped in Reyes as mm-hmm. being a strong possibility. Um, I mean, and, and and now maybe we can take that money and, uh, you know, I did write a piece for our uh, our blog, um, nice plug. way back gone. Nice plug. Take a look at that, and um, it, it talks about. I, I just I kind of took a deep dive on Reyes. Uh, Steve, you kind of just alluded to it, like you know what you're saying with the front office and where they're going with things. Um, my whole take on this is that you're going to see a platoon at first base, DH, and probably right field between Jones. Yes. Naylor and Oscar Gonzalez. Um, I think that's partly due to save Naylor to let him, you know, heal that injury, that ankle injury. Uh, you know, and it gets a prolonged look at Nolan Jones and Oscar Gonzalez. But all three of those guys kind of, to me, profile the same as 260 to 270 hitters, 20 to 25 home runs, 80 RBI potential. Um, so I think the team's like willing to say, hey, we're we're willing to take a hit on some of the home runs, but we're going to see these batting averages 15, 20, 30 points higher than yep. what we were getting from one guy. Right. And they must have thought. And um, and then you have Tyler Freeman. And then Valera just got bumped up to AAA today. So like they're like, we have seven guys. Yeah. That Not are to- all young. Like it's there's so many possibilities. Not to mention mention uh, John Kenzie Noel that I know Steve. I do like him quite a bit. Adores. 
I mean, he's probably a year away, year and a half away or so, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, he'll probably be in Columbus at I, some point. I can year. see him getting – if he's not up in Columbus next year, I'd be shocked um, yeah. with the way he's been raking. And and then, again, with Valara and, and, and Noel, I, I think they might just say 2024 is the year. After May, we're going to manip- manipulate their time. Yeah, we're already talking about – Manipulation of uh, <laughs> big league service time <laughs> in August 2024. A past a pastime that I thought we had shelved until the off season, but here I am talking about it mid uh, early August. Um, but no, no, Fabs, you're you're spot on, man. Uh, there's there's a lot of young prospects, and we're gonna get to see a lot more of them. Hopefully, this means Owen Miller is more of a utility guy. He totally. I mean, he's a good utility. I option. love him as a utility option. Like that's great. Like, give me fifty to sixty games. Like, like just plot him. I mean, he's perfect because he can plot everywhere. He's not a, a that no, bad. If somebody of a were to get, like, he's solid. And yeah, he's a above, defender. He's above like, somebody were to get hurt, you'd be happy like, with Owen Miller. It's better than what we've been for doing for a few weeks. Totally. Yeah, it's it's a that's a good replacement. Also, you know, like with Tyler Freeman, you can give Jose a rest too. Like uh, a, a bunch of like. That's it's just really exciting. Like I, I yeah. really want to win the division this year, but it's just like super exciting because we're it's not a usual situation we're in. We have so many good like pieces that are set that we have like three backups at each of the positions that are question marks with a high probability of one of them really being something special. And that's not even factoring in that we're probably gonna have to trade a couple guys this offseason so like i'm i'm even starting to think now you know we were all high on on brian reynolds (laughs) if i can speak still are still are yeah maybe maybe me a little more than than others yeah (laughs) um but you know like if we were to swing for the fences and go for him i'm kind of now thinking i go okay well who do you give up you know, I, I have a list. Who does he replace? Right. And I don't want to just, you know, pencil in Nolan and Gonzalez right away in right field. They got to earn it. But I, I mean, like, two-thirds of your outfields now you solidified. Know, like, like, if I see some things... You basically only have right field yeah. left to, to think about, which is such a weird thing to think about with the way the Guardians outfield has looked over the last, like, five years. But... yes. Yeah, I mean, re- I mean, re- really, really like defensively, how good our outfit outfield finally is defensively, like highest number of um, assists, uh, yeah. outfield assists, um, highest number of runs saved. Like it, it's it's crazy what's happened in a year where this is like the biggest area of need. And the awesome thing though is, I know we're talking about Brian Reynolds. Like if you don't need him, like you can trade for another starter. Yeah, or bullpen help, like yeah, like bolster the shit out of that, and then you still have backups among uh, backups and other backups and all the other positions. You know, like that's 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 what's so yeah. I mean, that's almost where I'd start. Yeah, focusing efforts moving forward is on how how do you improve the rotation and the bullpen. I I really, I really truly think that that's where we're going to go. And like you just, I mean, Fabs, you said moments ago, you know, between Bieber. Uh, Mackenzie and Cal, that's three guys that I think we can pencil in pretty 
pretty confidently for at least 2023. Um, I'd love to, you know, toss in Savali or, or police one of those two. I, I, I pray that over the next seven, eight weeks, we, one of those guys kind of steps back up, gets back, gets their head right. Um, Do you think one of the big names makes an appearance? Well, next yeah, because I think the youth movement. I think the youth movement will be on like for the one of the staff next year because it's going to continue. Basically, now yeah. you've got the log jam. I mean, you've got Xavion uh, Curry, you've got Peyton Battenfield, you've got Cody Morris who will be back healthy um, this week. Yeah, he's coming so, back like this week. I too. feel like the youth movement will be on for the pitching staff next year. Whereas this year it was like, I think the offensive players okay. were maybe a little bit ahead. And yeah. now you see like where the development is of the pitching staff and like where totally. the need actually is. Um, th- I would certainly think that would be the case. I don't know if like a Gavin Williams would, he might, I mean, if he blows through, that's what he, I, I mean, he was a college, like, he's a college, college pitcher. pitcher sometimes so, just I mean, like he's, rip he's, the minors. He's and burning through the, somebody had pointed out, um, somebody pointed yeah. out on Twitter. I, I can't remember his name. Maybe, maybe it was gauge EHC. He, he does like everybody hates Cleveland stuff, but he had, he had said that, you know, um, I hope it was him, <laughs> but basically the way the guardians operate is like typically with pitchers, they will like leapfrog them from double A to the majors very quickly. A lot of guys go from like double A to triple A and make like a handful mm-hmm to eight to 10 starts and then they're up in the majors like that's more of a stepping stone because we've always talked about like double a's where you face a lot of the guys that are, you're going to be yeah. that's where a lot of the top talent is so those are the big prospects. usually it's just like all right can you handle triple yeah. a sweet get on up here and that's usually how they i think it's like zach plesek only made like right yeah. eight starts or something at triple a before he came up to the majors or something like that so well what was the stat that I sent you guys about Pilkington? He's made like six starts in Columbus. Yeah, six I think starts, all yeah. of them came after his first mm-hmm. major league start, too. I mean, that guy's yeah. Like, I think he did yep. do the leapfrog, and like we're now like already kind of like not not just only us, but like the entire fan base. We've kind of dismissed him, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like the kid's still 24. Like, and he's shown some flashes. We, we might still. Be I able know. To- There's so many big. There's so many you when you, when you have three top 100 prospects that are all pitchers, you just forget about some of the other guys. I think. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's easy to. Also, this like closing stretch schedule is like pretty exciting and like very bizarre. We have our final six games are at home against the Royals because of rainouts. Um, we have we get to face, yeah. Six six game series, Dude. no double headers too, which is incredible. Um, we get to face like the Mariners seven games. We get two series with the Orioles. We have a bunch of series with the White Sox and Twins. So it's and then we have a and series believe- with the Blue Jays coming up, where we'll find out Ooh, who's vast. Oh, and who's see, not. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about how yeah. well, well yeah. Karen Jack, James Karinchak, you know, will be one of them. But aside from that, I do. That motherfucker gets a three-day rest. <laughs> yeah. He's excited about that. Well, then, I mean, hey, man. Hey, hey, if he can make Jose Altuve look like a complete dumbass I've at given, the plate, I, I know I've yeah, been, no, he, I'll take it. I've been hard on him. He gets his three days um, off. I've been hard on him. He gets his three days off. But he, he's looked fairly decent um, since coming back. Yeah, fastball. Yeah, I think he's got better, his head yeah. right. You know, he's not, he's not relying on the six stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know. It uh, 
it was a long road back. He's a he's a really good like high energy seventh inning guy. That that so I mean if you're if the face. back end of your bullpen like if, if the back end of your just bullpen like, is James like, Karinchak, Trevor Steffen, who also has gotten his head right again, and Emmanuel Classe, damn, that's pretty mm-hmm. good. That's pretty enticing. Yeah. That's like that's super annoying because like Karen Check's energy is totally like closer energy, like class A energy. And like if you're in a playoff game and you're just like motherfucker, like this guy's just like I just like I just want to want fuck this team. Like that's that that uh, that would annoy me as oh, a that, fan against him. Like I, but it's oh, good yeah. to have. I'll take it. I'm not gonna lie, you know. So I I think if we make the playoffs this year, uh. You know, we could we could show that we belong. Um, but I'm really looking forward to next year. Yeah. And going in going into New York and bringing out, you know, Karen Check and he he just dunks on these these Yankees fans. And then just hearing about, oh well, blah, 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 blah. No, you guys just got owned by a guy who gives zero Fs. And uh, throws a hundred mile an hour heater, you know, and says, "Take your shot, man." And uh, that would that bring me so much joy. I'm not gonna lie. It's the Yankees are interesting. Like, I, I mean, I'm not saying their windows closing or anything because of the Yankees. It's not. It's not opening. But yeah, their pitching isn't like they're not in a great spot pitching wise, especially from a prospect standpoint, and. The Aaron Judge is like obviously the front runner for MVP, and like that's not a, obviously a certainty with him returning. And so, like, well, did you see his interview? What did he say? I yeah, I did. That's why I say that. Ooh. It was essentially yeah. the the uh, enjoy me while oh, I'm boy. here, like the whole Dolan enjoy yeah. the door while he while he's here. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget the announce or the broadcaster that was interviewing him, but she's like, Aaron, you know, what would you tell a little kid who? Um, Fuck who him. looks up to you, <laughs> you know, should, should they go out and buy your Jersey or have their parents buy your Jersey? And he goes, um, well, yeah, uh, I'll yeah. be here for the rest of the year. Okay. <laughs> and it was just like, Mike, Dr- I was like, whoa. Well, yeah. you know that I was like, okay, man. Yeah. I, yeah. No, <laughs> you, you did nail it. Fabs. Like, I, I hope was, San Diego. Much, I hope San Diego somehow has hey, well, more money for him. Team could, they could do it. They just San Diego's like the tax. Yeah, San Diego's like luxury tax. Dude, be damned. We're going over this. They're the ones by hey, another forty I saw, million. Uh, what Petco looked like when over in that weekend series uh, when Soto was there it was like the place was rocking. Man, <laughs> just charge like fifty bucks a beer. You'll be fine. It's I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen. A world baseball classic game out there. Um, love the city, and I'm like, it, it's crossing my mind to make an, a, a trip out there next year. Let me know if you want to, because I will gladly get to get some games. San Diego yeah. is such a fun city. I was there, oh yeah, a few months ago, and I was at Disneyland this past weekend, and it was the most San Diego Padre hats I've mm-hmm. ever seen at that park. It was wild. I was at a, a Guardians game three weeks ago, right one after those City Connect jerseys came out. Yeah. I saw no fewer than probably eight people in Cleveland, Ohio, wearing 
some of that merch, whether it be a hat or a jersey. And I stopped pretty much every one of them and said, I dig it. And my <laughs> wife just kind of looks at me like, oh, this guy. Oh, oh my I saw God, somebody rocking like, the why, why? I saw somebody rocking the why did I, uh City Connect hat in uh oh, that's yeah. awesome. Cleveland as well. I'm telling you, nice. the thing is like old farts will get upset I, about the city connect, but like anyone who's like got a pulse, you'll find one you like. Like I'm gonna buy that. I like I told you guys I'm buying that trucker hat, the the trucker uh brew crew one with the grill. Like I love that. Oh, one. the the grill, right? Oh, it's yeah, so, yeah, that's good, that's so good. good. And that's all the a good one, are, like baller. I'm gonna um, probably buy like most of the city connect shirts. Because they they put great designs. Yes, they do. I I still need to get my my Padres City Connect hat. It's, it's on my short list. And not to go, not to delve too far into City Connect. What would you guys think if? And I, I've been because I've been thinking like you know I think we're due up next year. Yeah. Um, if not next year, then definitely twenty twenty four. Um. But the one piece of merchandise that I keep seeing the team touting out from the the Indians era is not it's obviously not Chief Wahoo. It's not the Block C. It's that mm-hmm. 1970s Crooked C. What would you think if they went with like that with a twist of some sort? I don't know. I, I'm not even going to speculate. Give the Crooked C some wings. Be, but I'm just curious to kind of. Like the crooked C somehow incorporated into like, you know this. I'm down. Look, because I think the crooked C actually looks pretty good with the guardian script. You should just they should when you put them side by side. Yeah, no, I like it. I I, I dig it. Yeah, I I just like we always say. I, I don't care what they do. Just do not make it rock and roll themed. That's the only. We talk about it all the time. If it's a goddamn if, if it's a goddamn guitar, or it's like the crooked C with like then like that's the body of the guitar and the neck goes out from there. Like <laughs> that's the hellscape that we might be looking at. Oh no. Listen, oh no. Listen, I told you the only way I'll get behind a rock and roll one is if the jersey is a Oh like, like a jean jacket like a um, jean jacket. Didn't you say like a roadie like a ro- vest? A roadie <laughs> vest with patches on it. I would yeah. get behind that because then the shirts could be uh, like a fake rock band. That's tour. cool. Yeah. So if they if they make the Guardians, that it's, would be it's cool. like because if they make the Guardians a band and they make it like a rocker, a rocker, a rock, that, that would, would be, be cool. Sick. Like it, like Guardians World Tour type of thing. I yeah, Guardians World yeah. Tour. Yeah, that's how you can make it where it's not like dumb guitars and it's and it's saying you know um, Guns and Roses type logo. But for that, the Guardians, okay. I was I was gonna say like metal. I was gonna say eighties 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 metal. Give me that. Yes. Oh, I would. Look, you know, give me like. I would, a, well, especially if you started doing that. like I would fake that, album would, covers, like old Megadeth covers and stuff, where it's just like a fucked up like hellscape yes, of like a skull absolutely. monster. <laughs> yes. I would. I would buy the hell yeah, out of all that. That would. That, yeah, that, would, be that cool. would get me. You. You would have me on board for that. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm a sucker for that too. Man, no, but I'm 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 excited, but I'm also uh, it, people it's one of those to, things like, that keeps shit me up at night, Cleveland. though. Too like with everything, all of our jerseys, everything we see, everything we see, everyone just loved. I think that's why Dan Gilbert's like, "What's the safest thing we can do <laughs> to not upset people?" Because our team is really good hey, right now, hey, and I don't want to draw. You know what? <laughs> on on that subject about NBA jerseys, and I know we've gotten off on a tangent here. 
but quite frankly, I could talk jerseys all evening. Um, but the NBA as a whole is going yes, they to are. really some boring They're ass going jerseys super simple. here. Yeah, it's wild. In the last the Jazz, the Lakers just uh, put out their jersey for uh, their City Connect jersey, I think, and it's like paying homage to the uh, Minneapolis Lakers, oh, yeah. like uh, inaugural season. So the whole Stealing NBA yeah. is really kind of just like taking a step back. Yeah. And I dig it for the simplicity, but man, the Cavs really missed an opportunity to do just <laughs> yes. anything on that Jersey. Just like, just like give me like a, a pop of color along the neckline, like anything. I, I know. Even even the font, yeah. too. But it's just sort of like, well. I dig the font. I dig that new logo. I dig that new logo. It incorporates the three eras together. I dig it. It I doesn't like pop it. on a jersey. Unless uh, there's I, other. It, it just on the t-shirt. I like the black. No, it does not pop on a jersey. I like the black one a lot. I like the shorts with them. The red shorts are awesome. The shorts like, those are, are really cool. The thing fire. is, like yes. those jerseys, those jerseys, those get on the players. We're gonna look stupid as shit in those jerseys. I'm not buying any of them. <laughs> I'll buy like the the sh- I'll buy the t-shirt versions, and I might buy the shorts actually because the shorts are amazing. I need some running shorts, uh, but uh, but fans are gonna look dumb as hell in in those jerseys. Like those jerseys, like those jerseys, great with like a giant full grown man who's like six, eight, like six, eight, like six. right. But not like yeah. Cleveland body. Um, <laughs> no, no, you. Yeah, you're not going to want to see the, the, uh, the Manziel fan, two hundred forty pounds. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not or a like good look the. Uh, for I, always, I always appreciate the uh, the like CEOs and stuff who get like the courtside seats and like clear clearly came from work and just put like a jersey <laughs> yes. on over their like. Button down mm-hmm. over their suit yeah. shirt, yeah. <laughs> button up shirt, yeah, yeah, yeah. The button See, up I shirt, think the yeah. Best uh-huh. look if you're like going to be a is the polo, like a good form fitting polo of the team. That's a perfect courtside thing because it's totally. like it's golfy and bougie. It's not like you like you you don't want to look like a kid like wearing an oversized <laughs> jersey or anything like courtside, no, right? But that's like a nice like that's a good that's a good yeah. look, yeah. Uh, quarter, uh, zips, quarter zips are quarter really zips good. That's, that a big, like, that's, a that's a big like that's a big so it's a big so it's a yeah that's that's a lot of that's a lot of nice like Jordans some like awesome tennis shoes that's the look right for courtside yeah you'd be mistaken for like a trainer yep. then yeah that's even like, better yep. yes trainer or a uh, baseball <laughs> yeah, general I, manager just live. Know. they always say dress for the job that. They always say dress for the job you there want, you and I've wanted to be a baseball GM I, for. I do think Chris Antonetti and I'm. I, I don't I'm think, I think Chris Antonetti the, sleeps in a quarter zip. Behind it, the wheel of his car, it's a quarter zip and a polo, like ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> so I'm gutting well, after your job, Antonetti. All right, I'm, well, I'm then stealing your look. Um, we won't be. We won't be in the we won't be in the pages uh, of GQ anytime no. soon. Um, well, on that note, then gunning for his job, I, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think we've we've talked about it a little bit. I mean, I don't think there's that much more to say on like the fact that the Guardians really didn't do anything at the trade deadline. We we I was I will admit to being a little flabbergasted as the day went on, and they and they really just 
stood pat. Yeah. I think after thinking about it, like it certainly does make sense from the, the standpoint of like, I can certainly see why they wouldn't acquire maybe a position player who just would be like taking up space that another prospect or somebody like dessert, you know, or needs the time because they need to see what they have. Like, it's like, okay, there's a reason sure. why we don't get, go get Tommy fam or something like that. Um, but I was a bit surprised that they didn't make a move for like any bullpen help. That seemed, yes. that, that was a little odd to me. Now, Karen check coming back. I, well, well yeah, I know I'm serving you up here, Chris, Karen check, Karen check coming back suddenly <laughs> makes you feel a little bit more comfortable about like the stretch run. If he can like, if he can be the sure. James Karen check, we think, um, but it, and Sandlin, Sandlin's on a rehab assignment yeah, too. I thought his, or, if he can find um, his control again, then suddenly you're talking about a pretty good bullpen. Yeah, but I understand. I I did serve you up there, Chris. I know we did make one move. We did. I mean, and like, and it was mm-hmm. for a bullpen arm. Yes. I mean, we we traded away. If I had to rank him, you know, he was probably. Hands down, mm. the third best catcher Damn. on our major league he did draw roster. A lot of walks, um, easily, easily, maybe, maybe, maybe second. He's drawing a ton of walks. Maybe second best. Um, but and, and all joking aside, you know, trading Sandy Leone for uh, Ian Hamilton, it, it really didn't move the needle at all. <laughs> um, Hamilton's had a nice. Fine season in AAA uh, for um, uh, the 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 Twins. Yeah, well, I was going to say yeah. the uh, the Saints, uh, the their AAA affiliate. Um, he has not had very good luck in the majors, based on his numbers. But his his he hasn't really pitched in the majors though either. In all fairness, you know he. He had a cup of coffee last year, um, like what, 15, 16 innings mm-hmm. and a couple innings this year. And um, I mean, he hasn't fared well, but he did pitch and has yeah. pitched well. I mean, it's not like, it's like um, he's older, he's older. So maybe we catch something there for a few no, years. I mean, but for, no, no, not, I'm not I mean, not for a stretch it. run this year. You know, if you were like, hey, look, if we really, if we're really going to try and catch the Certainly twins and not, not like sure. upset the status quo too much about what we're building here. Um, it, you know, it's no David Robertson or Michael Givens or any of the other relievers who were taken off the market. It, it just, it's like they, they really, they really, I, the thing is too, you know, I'm sure the asking price for a lot of players was pretty significant because there are a lot of names that never even got moved that it yeah, I felt Contreras. very shocking. Like that was super Hap, weird. Like what? Yeah. Contreras. Like, what, like um, I can understand. I mean, he was the slam dunk. I can understand the moved catchers too. not being moved at the deadline. I know the Indians then tried to do it in 2016 with Lucroy, but I can certainly get why like some teams are hesitant to do that when they're in the middle of like a run because the catcher is such a like unique position, and you'd be asking somebody to like. Slide right in and just figure it out. The pitchers, you know, get to yeah. know our pitchers today. Right. It's 
Um, yeah. So I could see that, but like the Guardians did inquire about Sean Murphy. I'm just the asking price was probably just insane. Yeah. Like some of these teams were asking for like you know top top prospects. Yeah. He's and he's a guy I could see us trying to make a move after this off season. I, I don't know how uh, how likely it is that he even gets moved in the offseason and how hard they go after him because we've, again, as a fan base, have kind of written off Brian Levestita. And he's had he's struggled this year. But, you know, I think the front office still does like him. And... Um, Maybe he breaks camp next year with. I could see us bringing back. Um, it's hedges. I could see us bringing back start, hedges. I, I feel like on they're a one year deal. Year. I feel like it's going to be hedges and Bo Naylor because you don't see. I don't necessarily know that about Bo. I think this is just my prediction. I think what we'll do is. We'll bring uh, Hedges back on a, let's say, let's call it a three and a half million dollar deal. Okay. A little bit less than he's making this year. Because uh, I don't think there's going to be a market for him. So you bring him back on a one year deal. And I think, be, and I'm still operating under the mindset that they're still so cautious mm-hmm. with these prospects. Maybe I need to break that mindset, but I could just see a month to a month and a half of him down in Columbus, him just dominating, and then early mid May, and they're like the yep, only the only thing I have bring well, him up in Lavastida, I suppose, could be the guy to. Well, in Lavastida would be yeah, the backup in that because situation. because the other point I, that's is the other point like Lavastida has been hurt this year and he struggled, so he's not a slam dunk either. And I doubt the Guardians would be like, oh shit, we need to actually like sign two catchers now. So we're going to go waste like a million dollars on bringing back Luke Maley for a month. The only counterpoint to that would be, I guess at this point already, Bo Naylor's proven there's not much left to prove in the minors. Well, no, but give he's him, still so if you young. Gave him the and I can see them say, just saying, yeah. They have, they have. And again, this is where I need to break my mindset too. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
The Twins are on rockier ground for sure. I think the Twins I think the Twins have like this year, next year and maybe into 24. But then, you know, what did I hear Tom Hamilton saying? Tom Hamilton was of the mindset that Carlos Correa is walking oh, dude, yeah. this offseason. No, he's, he's like there's walking. no way he stays there. You know, that contract no, no, no. It was it was a three year deal with options after every year. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty. I mean, good on him for signing that kind of a deal. You know. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. No. Yeah, I imagine he's gone. So, no. <laughs> I mean, unless they ponied up, unless they unless they just said f it, you know. And they might, but if they do, then what are they going to sacrifice? More pitching? Yeah. Okay. I'll take a lineup. I'll take. I'll. I'll face you guys off with a lineup of uh, Buxton and and uh, you know Correa. I mean, and, you, you and take Correa out of that lineup. Yeah. For the foreseeable future, that just like torpedoes a contention window for them yeah. because because it it gets really I mean, dicey. Just being like, God, I hope Byron Buxton can play a hundred games, and like, that's yeah. really tough. Hope, hope Max Kepler rebounds, and I hope uh, Jorge Polanco keeps up his pace. Yeah, no, they they got they got a lot. I mean, again, that team is not getting younger in key areas. Yeah, yeah, that team's going to be pushing, and yeah, that that team's pushing thirty plus in a lot yeah, of areas. And I think like. I mean, I think somebody said too, not that MLB pipeline is necessarily like the end all be all, but guardians now have nine prospects with Bo Naylor getting introduced into the top 100. Yeah. So they, the guardians have nine prospects in the top 100. And I believe the rest of the AL central has like five combined or six combined. That's amazing. Like I didn't shoot you guys a text or anything about that because that is a, and that slipped my mind until that, until you're bringing it up, Steve, we have nearly 10% of M- what MLB deems to be the top 100 players. Yeah. Like, we knew the system was good. I mean, anybody who follows the team and, and follows the system has been telling you that for the last two years. Like, this system is deep. The system is good. They are, you know, two, a year and a half to two years away. And now we are starting to see that. But to have nine guys in the top one hundred, I I don't I can never remember seeing that from any team. Yeah. Yeah.
You're going to have, I would, you, I'd go to Bieber in the off season nope. because I was reading today too, that, you know, he has been essentially altering his throwing motion this season. Like in mid season, he's been like working on throwing like his mechanics. Tinkering on, and on mechanics. Yeah. His ERA oh. is still like under three and a half, which certainly speaks to his talent. But you're talking about a guy who has had major shoulder injury has uh lost mm-hmm. basically all his velocity. I mean at this point it, the guy throws ninety and relies on his breaking stuff more than ever. It's good, but he relies on his breaking stuff entirely almost. Um and can't quite yet figure out what his actual mechanics are. So like you go to him and say this could go either way for you. Why don't you lock it in and get your money and like if you bet, you know, you, you still can bet on yourself for the later stretch of your career and you can go sign a friggin' Max Scherzer deal if you want when you're 31 or whatever, but lock it in, be in this window with us and we'll see where this ride takes us that I feel like you could, I mean, he might bet on himself entirely and be like, forget it. I'm going to, I'm going to ride it out. And like, then he's a Justin Masterson and like, he's gone in a lot of baseball in two years. It could go either way, but yeah, you know, I, this might be the time to strike. Cause like, it's clear that he's not a hundred percent in a number of ways. And he's still got a three and a half. No, year no, no, not at all. And, and I think we could get him for low twenties. Gosh, you might, like even just buying out, I mean, he's got what two yes. more years of arb, arb eligibility. So you like a hundred so, mil, five years, just buy out. What if? Yeah, I, well, I wasn't even gonna say five, but like eighty mm-hmm. over four. Get two more years of free agency, man. I mean, that way, like you said, he can go out and get that you know nice payday if he rebounds. For a seven, eight year deal. Yeah. Yep. You don't have to go hunting. Yeah. You don't have to go find some unicorn out there. You know, you you can build from within, which is what clearly what they're trying to do. Well, Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing with all of those guys that you just read off. Outside of Naylor, there's no rush to resigning or mm-hmm. to extending a lot of those guys. We could put that off for another year. Now, I don't want to. Put, I don't want to. I don't want to. For the fear of, well, if they duplicate or exceed this season, well, then that just exponentially gets more expensive. Um, but that's that's also the other thing. And the names that you threw out are are spot on, Fabs. Like those those are the I guys. I feel like you, you could get Nailer easy, I mean, considering his brother is going to be playing here. 
<laughs> like, isn't that simple? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 a slam dunk right there. That's 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 what I was thinking. Probably take less to stay. Hey, you're talking to a guy. You're talking to the guy who would extend him. I I I'd think about it. That was going around. Mm. Mm. That's mm, beautiful. Mm, mm. Tasty. Mm, mm, mm. Well, the thing about Rosario, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Um, it's like, and well, would you t- if if you hid the names or you or somebody look gave you Ahmed Rosario's stats and was like, hey, that's Gabriel Arias's numbers, like in the majors? Would you take that? And you'd be like, oh shit, yeah, nice. It's like, well, we already have it then. Like, it's like I don't know. I don't know if Gabriel Arias is good. I don't think Arias is the answer. To me, if there's a guy that you're going to bet on, it's Rokia. But he's like a couple years away, right? And, And yeah, he's at least a year and a half. Easily at least a year and a half. I mean, 2024, maybe... This time next year, you could start kind of like thinking so about there you it. Go. But yeah. There's your answer. I I, I don't think answer. so. Um, well, but Rosario is Rosario is under control through next year though too. So yeah, it's his last um, season of arbitration. But that would be, you know, it'd be nice to yeah give him a couple more years or something. Yeah, I mean, and. Some of those defensive plays he was making on Saturday. I mean, he certainly has shut up a few people, at least, with what he was doing at short. I mean, he he hasn't been, he hasn't, I will say this. I mean, you know, I know the overall numbers aren't great, but like, I wouldn't say he's recently been the, like, complete disaster. He's never going to win you a gold glove. And we have been spoiled here in town. With shortstops, yeah, just ridiculous shortstop play. Yes, like we have, you know, we we don't mention his name for various reasons. Uh, but in the nineties, Omar, that that guy should have won more Gold Gloves than he has. Like it, he should have. Yeah, and, and then I mean, almost. You know, then we had Johnny Peralta and 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 um, uh, shoot, uh, Estrubal Cabrera. They were fine. They they no, they weren't. You know, superhuman. You know, perennial all stars or anything like that. But but um, yeah, they held their own. I think. Yeah, you know, they were they were better than average defensively. Um, maybe Peralta not so much because wasn't he the best? Best uh, defensive shortstop. Well, was, yeah, at balls he had the best fielding percentage, I think, of Eric like Wedge. shortstops at one point. It was because <laughs> he didn't move a foot to his left or right. <laughs> yeah, because he moved like three feet left and right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and then to come off of that era and then have, you know, you know, Sleepy Lindor. Yeah, decided to mail in the 2020 um, season. You know, you know, in his yeah, own words, basically. Well, yes. 
Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, no, he did. Um, but I mean, he was a very, I mean, coming through the system. I mean, everyone knew him for being a glove. Um, and then he got home run happy. Yep. I, 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 uh, I mean, I, so I, I just always am one to stick with a proven commodity when you can, when it makes, when it's feasible and makes sense. And, I mean, gosh, if you lock in, if the top three of your lineup for years to come is Quan Rosario and Ramirez, it's like, damn, I, I'll take mm. it. Yeah, that's that's very nice. Um, would you offer him a three-year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got Miles Straw hitting ninth now. He's a perfect number nine hitter. Yeah. He's been, what was he hitting last month? Mm-hmm. Like 360 or something like that? Yeah. Straw, I mean, Straw's not a 220 hitter. Like, mm-hmm. Straw's definitely a 260 guy. Yeah. Um, would you take this offseason? Maybe I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't even pose the question this way, but I, I will because I, I think you guys—it's a slam dunk. It's a no-brainer. But would you guys take three years, twelve million dollars a year for Ahmed Wait, for the next three, three, three years at twelve million a year? Three years at twelve. Dude, I'd go. Per, I'd almost go to per, yes. like, do you, I'd almost say like. So you're looking at a three-year, thirty-six like million dollar deal, eight million a year, because I think he makes like four now. Yeah, but he's gonna get a bump this he's year. He's gonna pop. He's gonna get a bump. He's gonna get a bump up to about like six to seven easily. I, I'd consider ten. I mean, I'd consider ten. I guess. Yeah. Not that. Not okay, that so two million three for thirty. Not that two million makes Would that you give much him of a difference three for thirty, me, especially because it's not my freaking money. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that extra whatever. six million dollars. No, man. yeah, I mean. <laughs> Good, good clubhouse guy. Well, like, like you said too, like you said too, the money's got to go somewhere. Someone's got to get freaking paid on the team. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. trading, and then you could go trade Gabriel Arias for some I think uh, nice I, bullpen I, arm. Yeah, I mean, hey Pittsburgh, honestly, dude, what do you want for Bednar? I mean, then all of a sudden it gets real juicy. Then, then you basically you swap, you turn, yeah, you turn uh, <clears throat> a, a Rosario extension into a two for one and get a good back end of the bullpen guy. If you could somehow turn. If you could somehow pry Bednar away with like Arias and some other package, give him friggin' Zach Plesak too. Um, you got a seven eight. Then you've got a six seven eight nine of like Karen Jack Stefan filth. Yeah, filth gas, baby, just gas. (laughs) 
Now, then what you do, <laughs> yeah, see, you got Shaw for one more year, but then you signed him to a three-year, $36 million deal. <laughs> While you're at it. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I'm okay with giving Shaw, like, one to yeah, two-year deals. Get, just, let him, just let him, like, you know, like, just re-sign him at, like, the very tail end of, like, or right before spring training when nobody else wants him and be like, get on back here. Come on. And you bring him back. <laughs> Come on, buddy. We know yeah. you. You want to <laughs> be with us. We want you here. Come on home. <laughs> so yeah Um, I'll say this as of this point right now, I would be very content adding a bullpen arm, either via trade or via free agency trades, probably more likely. And then, um, adding a adding or re-signing, um, hedges to a one-year deal. Um, and whoever the catcher is, if it's not Hedges, if it's some other catcher, you know, a one, two-year at most deal. And, and and playing it out with the young guys to start the season again. Now, oh, 100%. 100% they will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, and now let me, let me. Look into next season then. Now, if guys like Jones and Gonzalez or Naylor or whomever were kind of working in with that platoon of DH first base right field, um, if the outfield kind of struggles and that, that position's not fulfilling the need, yeah, then we still have some prospects on hand. Break the bank. Go then get me before the deadline. Um Austin Hayes, Cedric Mullins, uh, Brian Reynolds. Um, I'm sure there's a couple other names that we could throw into the mix next year too. But I'm okay seeing seeing Nolan Jones and Oscar Gonzalez figure it out because guess what? The following year we're gonna have mm-hmm. George Villar, you know, yep, kicking down the door. We're gonna have John Kenzie Noel kicking down the door. And, you know, those are two more guys that we're going to have to find time for. So I don't necessarily want to, again, to use the the terminology at the front office, use this trade deadline, muddy the waters. I I really don't want to muddy the waters, though. Yeah. Dude, that if you were to give me tw- if he, if he were to give me 
20 home runs, 280 to 290 batting, uh, play a respectable defense, which that was the knock on him coming into, you know, before he got called up. Well, he's not going to be much of a fielder. The dude's already got, Dude, he's got a three assists on. from the outfield. And he's got a cannon. Yeah. So it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, like, okay. Like, I'll, and I've seen Nolan yes. Jones making some plays yeah, out there, especially too. some yeah. throws. Well, the thing too, it's like, as we oh kind of wrap it up here, boy. Gonzalez, uh, Gonzalez's rise really was probably the nail in the coffin for Reyes because you really can't have like two six foot five right-handed bats like on the, on the roster at the same position that are both kind of defensive liabilities. Like, I mean, it like kind, it just like, it's like, okay, well one of, I mean, clearly they wanted to stick with Reyes as long as they could, but like with Gonzalez, taking that like next jump this year, uh, it was kind of an easy decision. It was like, okay, see ya. Like, that's it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dude, I do wonder what they're going to do about that. I, I very much wonder. <laughs> um, well, I seem to recall the Victor Martinez backpack giveaway still occurring after he got <laughs> oh, traded. Oh, man. Well, the thing is, they're just a giveaway. It's not like they do some big ceremony on the field, you know? So. No. But I, I, will t- I will say this. So I was also thinking about this angle, too. Kind of funny that a lot of the marketing of the players heading into the season was like, uh, obviously Bieber and yeah. Ramirez, but then the next two guys that I saw a lot of marketing for mm-hmm. were Reyes and really? Oscar Mercado. Yeah, if you go to some of the web web page uh, headers. They had they had a lot of Oscar Jesus. Mercado photos Boy, floating around the on the website, um, <laughs> and it's I'm like holy cow, like you know, and I I I like Mercado, you know, I thought he was a, a quality defensive replacement, fourth outfield type, um, but yeah. now seeing what we have, maybe that's another position we can target in free agency too is a fourth outfielder because I do, I do want somebody who could spell mm. everyone. I like that ability. Um, Mercado. <laughs> Mercado but now dude. we're starting to really get into the weeds. Yeah. Mercado. We'll just bring him back up. Uh, we'll bring him back up. He'll be our fifth outfielder. <laughs> well, what um, about Richie Palacios? Can he do which, it? I think he still has. Uh, yeah. We've also just <laughs> completely still, forgot he about like, Palacios. Yeah, he went through, he went through some stretches. Um, he was so playing he was pretty like, well. He did okay in his cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah there's your guy. Okay, for the outfielder. Okay, no, we've yeah, I, we've I kind of forgotten have. all about him. I mean, honestly, if if we're having arguments about our fifth things outfielder, quite all right. Yeah, if it's okay. like, man, I like Richie Palacios. I just can't find a spot for things, him. It's things like, are well, okay. Yeah, actually, he might get traded. He's a good. He's a decent candidate. I'd argue. He's 
super tradable candidate. Yeah. Yeah. A pretty decent return. Yeah. Um, I well, think I mean, Pittsburgh knows aside, what they have. Yeah, with I mean, Bednar. you got to add in some some other juice, but and yeah. and I think we would have to give him a police act Done. and probably one other player. Done. And I mean, like, we're kind of just getting rid of like our spare parts to some degree. The thing he just gets Jose went uh, five, five for four, four wow. with um, <laughs> defies math. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying Fab. Yeah, he has one of those def- like age defying Twitter games that Ohani has. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, what was the final in that game? I do Eight not. I would not oh want to be an Angels fan. Poor I would franchise. Not. It's not worth winning the World Series in 2002 to suffer through what they are dealing with. It's not. I think I asked the question this probably this time last year. Um, if you're an Angels fan in your mid 30s, the highlight of your Angels fandom is a Angels in the outfield. Or B that no, World that series. was the rally monkey year. So I would have to say, I mean, the World Series. I you say, the thing is, you would take it if you're if you're old enough, if you're our age, and you'd be old enough to remember like what 2002 was like. You you still take it, even though like you're in complete hell. But you'll always take the World Series, even though you're in complete and utter hell. <laughs> like, yeah, you would do the fact that you've got two generational talents and you can't win, Dick. Like. <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's like basically having three generational talents. It really kind of is. <laughs> because the rest of your like rotation is like Steve guys whose arms have fallen off. Like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Frankenstein monsters. Like, it's just crazy. My brother sent us something that, um, well, okay, okay. So here it is. End of day, May 16th, the Angels were 24 and 14, tied for first. The Orioles were 14 and 22. In last play, place, 12 and a half games back. Since then, since May 16th, and this is a day old now, the Angels are 22 and 48, 11 and a half games out of the wild card race. Baltimore, during that same stretch, has gone 42 and 29 and is one game out. Man. Dude, Since mid-May. The collapse of the Angels mid-May. was easy to see, and it sucks that the Guardians played them on the road in that one good stretch they had. Uh, that was easy to see, but the Orioles, man, that we'll, we'll save that for another day. But like that, I'm very proud of them. Good for them. It's going to be good. Yeah, baby. 
Yeah. Yeah. Calm down. Tatis, Tatis is on rehab. He's coming back, baby. They still have... They, they still have marginally better pitching than the Angels. Yeah, dude, they, just gonna, they just want to bash. They just want to like uh, win ten to nine. That's all they need to do. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh, you know, here come the goddamn Cardinals, dude. I think. Oh, I think as of today, oh, I think they've yeah. only eight in a row. God, here it comes. And the and like Adam Wainwright somehow at like forty some years old is like throwing like no hitters in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now if Wainwright and Yachty and Pujols somehow have like a week to remember and win the World Series, and they all are just like, "F all y'all, we're done, we're out, good night." I would like, yes. <laughs> yeah, just like this, this guy had ten home runs all season long. Yeah, I, I mean, I can, like, I could just promise yeah, no, you. I would be down I'll, for that. I'll just check the highlights because, like, I'll, pro- I could promise you, I won't watch one second of a of a Yankees Cardinals. Won't happen. I was gonna say, I, I'd probably watch about. There's so many fun teams. There's seconds, so many yeah. fun teams in baseball that you couldn't pay me to watch that. <laughs> There's no way. Mm-hmm. Padres. <laughs> Literally any other team besides the Cardinals. <laughs> I don't want the Ash I don't want the Astros or the Yankees. Like I just Yeah. Well, we hey, we didn't even touch on this. I know I I uh from our our Twitter account, Cal Penal Pod. Um we had some mm-hmm. statistics after yesterday's game of Tristan McKenzie's dominance over the Astros. Someone one-upped us and included his game against the Yankees. Holy cow, I completely forgot about that. And apparently, if you want to beat the Yankees or the, or the Astros, you just have to have Tristan McKenzie starting for you. Oh. He's on loan from the Guardians. He on loan. We just all of a sudden have like European <laughs> soccer rules now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, duh, on loan. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, dreams of like an, a Blue, Blue Jays Padres uh, World Series will soon be dashed by. Oh, oh my goodness. That would be amazing.
wasn't Whit Merrifield uh, not a vaxxed guy? Well, and now he's up you there. You know a lot of all those guys. But all those guys were like, well, guy. I guess if I was in contention, I guess I'd uh, throw away whatever dumbass personal uh, beliefs I have here. So <laughs> real, real conviction on the their part. Yeah. World Series ring means a little bit more than yeah. Whatever than, uh, Joe what I heard on the news. Uh, all right. Uh, no, it's Alex. It's Alex Jones them. pushing the that the, horse. Yeah, gorilla, gorilla semen pills <laughs> that he's uh selling on his website. He's gonna have to sell a lot of them now that he's got to pay forty million dollars to those uh, Sandy Hook parents. So stock up on your gorilla semen pills Ooh. for brain power. <laughs> Choco Taco. Oh, dude. I would. Choco Tacos? I, I would kill that. I love Choco Tacos. Ugh. You know, I went on. I, I did go on. Before we wrap up, I did go, and this should be out there for everyone in the world to hear. I did last two weeks ago. I went on a Choco, uh, Choco Taco hunt on my mm-hmm. way back from uh, a conference out of town. Nowhere. Sad. So to say, I uh, came up empty-handed. So if anyone, if anyone gets their hands on a choco mail it, taco, mail it to mail Chris it to and PO an unmarked box, envelope. Uh, PO box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, right. Thank you. That's we'll right. give you a shout out. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So this week, um, as we wrap it up here, Guardians are in Detroit for three games before uh, heading to a weekend series in Toronto, where we will, of course, learn the vaccination status of some players. Uh, and then come back home for another four gamer uh, against the uh, Tigers and then uh, the White Sox and then the Padres. Uh, we uh, go out West uh, Padres and Mariners. Uh, it gets, you know, so on and so forth from there. You get the idea, but um, a lot of good matchups. Um, we wrap up with Tigers here. I think in the next week uh, would be nice to just blow them out. <laughs> Pick up a nice six games uh, there. Potentially it has been done before, um, but lots of, I mean, Hey, look, it's August and you're watching playoff caliber baseball every day that there, you can't ask for anything more than that. Playoff caliber baseball. And, and Fabs nailed it earlier this episode with young guys who are getting some un, unquestioned, you know, unvaluable. Uh, you can't even put. A, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is you can't put a price on it. Yep, experience it's down, exciting. down the stretch. Yeah. If you again, if you can't get into this, you, you are clearly not a fan because Check your this pulse. is about as fun as it gets. So we will uh, continue to chronicle the adventures of this uh, young team. Um, you can catch us here. Rate, review, subscribe. Catch us on social at Calpino Pod and. Uh, See you later.